Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Somehow, if they hadn't offered football as a sport, I get the impression Pete Nigerian would have found a rugby team to play on somewhere. <laughs> oh yes, in, in his past, <laughs> if that would have been, if he wouldn't have had football as an opportunity. Michael Clements is the president of a rugby team that people are maybe becoming somewhat familiar with, and he joins us now. Michael, thank you for joining. Is there an over fifty league that Pete could join? <laughs> Uh, hey, Pete, Mike, thank you very much for having uh, me on. I totally appreciate this. And, uh, uh, Mike, thanks for having us on again. So, yes, there is uh, uh, an over-50 league, but I think that uh, <laughs> given the shape that he's in, he's as fit as a butcher's dog. So I think he should say, hey, come on out, we'll sign him up. <laughs> All right, I'm holding you to that, Pete. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I am not fit as a butcher's dog, but I appreciate right. that. It's really nice. <laughs> So, Michael, tell us a little bit about what you're up to in, in, in terms of rugby, the National Rugby Football League. I know you've been at this thing for a long time. You're the founder back in 2014, and you were going to launch, and, and that kind of was put on hold. But tell us a little bit about what you're doing and what the process looks like right now here in January of 2022. Thanks. Well, what we are doing is um, this is a not something that you do overnight, Okay to be able to do properly do it. And, and we have found that as we traveled the path here, but ultimately our mission is to leverage the 200 year old history of rugby, uh, but with a new spin. And of course, we're focusing on player stories, totally unique content. Uh, we will become basically an essential brand in the global sports landscape. So when you look at it, you have a 200 year old sport that we are taking. And uh, of course, as you just mentioned, as you kick off uh, uh, segments of your show here. We're going to be talking about football and basketball. Those two sports would not be here were it not for the sport of rugby. They're direct descendants of it. You look at the DNA, it is in there. So we are taking this sport in truly Cargill fashion, and we are planting it in the richest, most fertile sports and entertainment uh, uh, soil in the world. And, of course, by doing that, we will be the preeminent, the dominant rugby league in the world will literally be the champions of the world and that's what we've been working on it is taking place we will be doing it and so it's an exciting time where do you get players from we get players from here in the u.s and globally but what we have done no one else in the uh, world has done this uh you're familiar with nfl combines we're the first to ever hold uh national rugby football league combines and we held these across the uh uh the u.s uh out of these Coliseum. Uh, we were there for a week. Uh, we were even here in the backyard. 
and the response was enormous. People came in from around the uh, globe and also here in the U.S. Over half of the players that we worked out, we worked out hundreds of players. Over half of them uh, were individuals coming from the NFL, and it, it was an incredible story. The world said to us, not only have you raised the athleticism bar, you are the bar. So we have an untapped, eternal fountain of players coming from NCAA as well as NFL and our other sports, basketball, and the other sports that are unparalleled out there when you look at the world. Michael, so uh, a lot of sports, you know, uh, surprise me. Um, for instance, soccer. And I think, Maxie, I don't know where you stand on this, Maxie, but, like, when, when, when soccer was, they were trying to get soccer in North America and trying to get it going, and I, I didn't know that it really would work. I think it has worked extremely well, and it's it's really impressive what they've been able to accomplish with that sport. I I, I sort of figure that you're looking at this the same way, whereas people may, might not be even all that familiar with rugby, but it's something that the, the North American side of things, the U.S. side of things, really um, would, be, would be willing to want to watch it. It's a, a global sport, of course. So are, are you banking on the idea that, that people, even though they're not very familiar with this sport of rugby very much, um, that this is something that really could catch on? And, and tell us a little bit about your executives as well that are part of this and the involvement of the Je- Jeff Diamonds and many others. Yes, um, there's no question. There's no question that America will have a love affair with the sport. Uh, they are just have not been introduced to it at the highest, highest level that we will be presenting it to them in. And, of course, it is not just a sport. It is sports. It is entertainment. It is media property. And that is all the markings that are necessary to capture the American sports fan. And we have a number of cards huge collection of rugby fans here in the U.S. Internationally, there's just under a billion fans that we will be tapping into. And so when you take those two parts and then also grabbing those crossover fans that will be coming from our other sports, and think about it, American football, over half of the United States is addicted to it. Well, this is football without the pads, the hurry-up offense, no huddle. And boom, so we know that they will love it. Michael Clements is our guest talking rugby of all things right now. Where will they play? What kind of stadiums will they play in? And and, and when will we see the first game? Uh, We're looking at our stadiums that we'll be playing in, of course, are the stadiums that are here. As an example, in the backyard, being we're headquartered here, you have four stadiums here that when you look at them, there is we are huge content for these stadiums because they're totally underused. You go across the U.S. and you have the same thing. So we will be able to do that. We are looking at a 2024 launch uh, of the league playing. However, right now we are in, as an example, we'll be out at the, we're doing a soft launch right now. We'll be out at the Super Bowl. Uh, Lee Steinberg is on board with us. We will be at uh, 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 kicking off there with a soft launch. Uh, So we really have some great executives that are on board with us. You look at um, Jeff Diamond, uh, Steve LaCroix just came from the Minnesota Vikings as the CMO and their senior VP, uh, Bo Jackson. Uh, there's a number of individuals from media that are with us. And when you look at what we have behind the scenes by way of leadership and what is brought here, the horsepower that is under hood is, is incredible. Right now we're doing a funding, and that is paramount because it's an opportunity for individuals to be able to come in and people that have wanted to own sports, be in a sport and entertainment property that are not billionaires, 
this is their opportunity right now because this is a limited time. This is going to be something that when it's closed, it's closed. But when you look at the forward movement on it, it's incredible. Just was talking the other day here, actually this week here, with a uh, executive in the uh, sports finance and investment world. And he said, Mike, he goes, you know, it's really funny. Um, I sold a team. They sell teams. He says, I sold a team to an individual for a multiplier. And, of course, this is a wealthy individual. He says, we just named the price. It was a multiplier, the original price. And he says, I'll take it. And he goes, you know what? I look at these other things. I own a number of other things and businesses. I don't know where they're going to be in the next 5, 10, 15 years. But guess what? Sports is here, and it's here to stay, and it's always been. So when you look at that, that's what we're riding on. We know it'll be happening. But here in America, we have more horsepower under the hood than anybody, and it's time for us to take the sport of rugby and to deliver it and ultimately to uh, present it into the Forbes top-ranked sport properties, which we know that we can because we have the people here, we have the wherewithal, we have the money, and it's just a matter of pulling everybody together. And, yes, it takes a minute, but it's well worth the, the time it takes. And, Michael, I will tell you, I'm so impressed when I look at the executives that are involved here. When you talk about investment, I'm curious, um, is this something where people are going to be able to buy individual teams, or is this a centralized ownership? I, 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 I think I know the answer, but I, I figured I would ask, because I'm sure there yeah. are people out there listening that uh, are impressed with what you're saying. They're impressed with what the, the, the future looks like for National Rugby Football League. So tell us a little bit about that ownership piece. Yeah, what we have here, that it's the NRFL Founders Group Fund. And the NRFL Founders Group Fund, it gives the investors the opportunity to purchase limited partnership interests into the Founders Group uh, with the proceeds to be used to develop the eight, the first eight teams. So what you are essentially doing is that will be members of the NRFL. So you are buying into um, a single entity, as they call it, where the league owns everything, we loan, we own all the teams. On those first founding eight teams, will, you will own an undivided interest in all eight. Right. After that, we will break off into the owner-operators. But this allows people that don't have the wherewithal or say, hey, I love this, I think this sounds great, I'd like to invest into sports. This allows them to be able to come in without having to operate. And be in, then ultimately later on, we will be breaking off into those 30-plus markets that we will be in uh, where you will have owner-operators. But the beauty of it is when you come in, the old saw, hey, first in, those that, uh, uh, the world is run by those that show up. You are in first. Guess what? All that filters back to you, and you can see when you look at uh, uh, what teams are valuations today, it's, uh, it, it's a really good position to be in. Michael, appreciate it very much. Keep us updated on this venture, all right? Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, gentlemen. And um, hey, enjoy the rest of the day. Love the show. Thanks, guys. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi view mode and catch up with in game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre and post game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.